happy Sunday to you. Welcome in from beautiful Jordan Young Golf at Fox Hills Sports Wrap on the airways at, at uh, this Sunday. Uh, and we're going to do a whole hour on the Euro Cup tonight, I think. <laughs> okay. I think that's I think that's what we have to do, a whole hour. No, we like listeners, unfortunately. Which is a shame, because if, if you were able to catch any of that match, Italy, England, Euro Cup final from England. It was it was an incredible scene. England scored early. They go up 1-0. Italy tied it up late. They tied it up at 1. They go to penalties after a 30-minute extra. And, and Italy able to get it done. Three straight misses or blocks. Uh, at the end, just doomed England, but it was a it was a heck of a match. So anyway, that's all we'll say about it. Um, what's the update on the Tigers situation? By the way, I know that they they were down. They're in extra innings now. They're in extra innings. Yeah. Okay, because they were down. They're down eight to uh, five in the ninth. In the ninth, uh, and then and then who hit the home run? Uh, Jake Rogers had a grand slam, grand slam. to go up one. Uh, the Twins had a home run in the bottom of the ninth to tie it up. Look, if there if if I gotta urge you to do anything, just pay attention to what's going on with the Tigers. And I know there's a lot of there there, there are some what could be conceived as weak points in this team, and of course, um, but they're playing really good baseball right now. They 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 found a nice little a place to be in where they're everybody's kind of doing their job. And I think you pair that with what AJ Hinch is doing, they got a nice little thing going. And tonight. The Major League Baseball draft, and um, I think when you start looking at who's available here, and and you know, baseball is one of those sports where it's it's really tough to follow a lot of these guys because you're you're the pool of players in which you're looking at is it's pretty broad, and so when you start finding and start seeing guys that are going to be linked to this team, um, you may not know much about them, but they're good baseball players. and They're going to get a quality guy at the top of this draft. So the major league baseball draft tonight, the Tigers picking number three. They also have the 32nd and 39th overall pick to help us break it all down. Our good friend over at the Detroit news, Lynn Henning this Sunday evening, Lynn, good evening to you. Hi, Nick. How's all of you guys tonight? We're good. I mean, Hey, we're at Jordan young golf at Fox Hills. It's it's it, there's a, there's worse places to be put it that way. <laughs> Always. Um, uh, so talk to me about tonight. Obviously, the, the, the Tigers have the third pick overall. I know they're linked to a couple of guys, especially uh, those at the high school level, some guys with some some bigger upsides, but not likely somebody you'll see early on. Um, who, who can we kind of expect this team to look at tonight? They would like, uh, again, Marcelo Meyer, the shortstop out of uh, uh, San Diego area, and he is really good. He's a prep uh left-handed hitter with a, a, a tremendous swing and they've been on him really all spring. He's a guy that they would uh, most crave there with that first pick, but the likelihood is, and it's still a likelihood even an hour before the draft is that he'll go to the pirates first. And uh, that would leave the tigers pretty much choosing between uh, Jackson Job, right-handed out of uh, Oklahoma city. He's a high schooler. And uh, a shortstop, Brady House, uh, just northeast of Atlanta, another high school guy and a prep right-handed hitter and a very good one. Now, there's no question, guys, these are three excellent talents. They're all high schoolers um, but three and, and three very, very, very gifted kids. But uh, the cream of the crop is Marcelo Meyer. 
and if there is anything that falls through in the final hour here, and it could on the money front with Pittsburgh, uh, that would open the door for the Tigers to get Meyer at uh, that third spot. And uh, really, that, right now, that's what they're hoping. And I think most of the Tigers community that's been paying attention to this, uh, that's how they want to see it work out, too. Hey, Lynn, uh, do you think the Tigers are in a spot where they should draft a high school player? Or do you think they should go for a more college uh, college player right now who is more ready to help the team out? That's always the big gamble on these things because uh, certainly there's a, a little more assurance that comes with the college player. But it gets down to a talent level and to how it's projected to hold up over the long term. And that's why the Tigers really like Meyer. He's got a tremendous swing. He's 18. Uh, he's, he's really got um, all of the attributes you want defensively. He's got power. He's 6'3". He's 190. And for a team that's been so organizationally challenged uh, at short stuff for so long, uh, this kid would give them the chance to have a real franchise talent there. But the Pirates know that as well. And really, in a year when the draft isn't as strong at the top as it probably has been in some years, uh, you're left with, I think, projections more than taking any uh, instant thoughts about adding a college guy to your lineup in a year or two and, and maybe uh, exploiting him a little bit. Uh, th mm -hmm. This seems to be more of an investment. Uh, in, in that sense, I think uh, they have little choice guys, but to go with... Uh, with my or rather with uh, one of these prep guys uh, at that third pick however it shakes out with pittsburgh yet being a little bit uncertain you talk about marcelo meyer shortstop out of california you talk about jordan lawler another guy who's expected to go kind of in that number two area out of uh, jesuit college prep in texas they got him going to the rangers at number two i've seen mm -hmm. other things and then brady house you mentioned him with with some connections to the tigers as well at shortstop are they looking at that per, that position particularly here in Detroit? Ideally, but uh, they're not going to take a guy that they think might have some concerns. Uh, in house, uh, is as good of a, a hitter as he is, the kid out of the Atlanta area, great body, everything about him stacks up. They're a little concerned about strikeouts and maybe a little concerned about too low of a batting average, but he's got 30 home run potential in, in the big leagues. And so he could be their pick at three. Jackson Job is that right-hander who has probably the most polished high school arm they've seen in a long time. And uh, even though it's risky to go with a high school pitcher, if you see one that you think is an exception to the rule, then you're going to make him the uh, selection. And I think right now, if Meyer isn't there, and again, until we're proved wrong here, uh, he, he still is headed to Pittsburgh as much as we know here at 615. Uh, then uh, the Tigers pretty much are going to choose, I think, between Job and House. Lawler, the concern about him has been his bat, that it won't be that strong over the long haul. Jack Leiter, the ace out of Vanderbilt, is really good, and uh, he's a tough one to let go. But uh, he's only six feet tall, and they're a little concerned, I think, about uh, him long term, which is why a guy like uh, Job with his body, uh, it seems to project better for the analytics and for the scouts. Mm -hmm. Hey, Lynn, uh, Casey Mize and Tariq Skubal and some of those guys have pitched really well this season for the Tigers. Uh, where do you think Jack Leiter and uh, Kumar Rocker kind of fit into this situation with the Tigers? 
they don't really need a starting pitcher right now, but in case one of these guys flames out, they might. Yeah, that's why they they really think. Uh, I think, and again, in terms of the long term roster visions that they have, that uh, the high school kid is going to be better than Rocker or Lighter. Lighter's size, as mentioned, is a little bit of a concern to them. Uh, Rocker has some control issues, some, some, I should say command issues more than anything. And there is no certainty he's going to stay in the rotation. He might end up being a terrific bullpen guy, but that's not often the kind of arm you want to risk a first uh, top five selection on. So I think the Tigers certainly are going to, with, they're, they're, they're not going to opt for him. I can guarantee you guys tonight, but a guy like Joe stacks up very, very well. Uh, again, analytics are so much a part of it now, along with the draft, uh, along with the scouts appraisals. And they look at these guys, how their body looks like it'll stack up five or 10 years from now. And if you like analytics, you can't help but uh, also, I think, be a little captivated by what the analytics are telling you about these particular kids and where they might be in a few years. These are precious commodities, these early draft picks. You can't waste them. And uh, in that context, they think Joe might be an exception to the rule and worth a gamble here as they look at uh, a prep pitcher here at number three. Before we uh, let you go, Lynn, uh, I know that uh, you're going to keep a close eye on everything going on with the draft tonight. That starts at 7 o'clock. Um, but uh, I'm interested to get your thoughts on what this team has been doing over the last 50, 55 games. I know they've hit a little bit of a skid here this weekend against uh, the Twins. Uh, they're in uh, the bottom of the 10th right now. They're tied 9-9 with one out. But um, what has changed with this team over the last couple of weeks i mean they they've they've been able to turn it on a little bit they've been playing better baseball um is that just a is that just a product of you know they've kind of caught fire here is that is that something that aj hinch has found in this team what what's changed yeah i think this was really pretty much something you could see in the crystal ball uh, even before the season began they were going to have a really bad start the schedule was awful and they had no offense early in the season and yet you knew that toward the mid part of the year, they were going to get an infusion of, of some young kids here who were going to change the landscape a little bit. Now, clearly Akil Badu was somebody who's really given them a lift right from the get-go. But now that uh, the pitching has settled down a little bit with uh, particularly, as you say, Mize and Scooble and Manning making a big difference in that rotation, it's a shame they're not pitching in relief right now because that's what's killing the Tigers the last right. few days. But uh, you've got the makings now of an infusion of young talent here that is going to give this team at least a fighting chance. And that's why people find the team entertaining right, right now, because they're in ball games. And again, when the bullpen isn't caving in, uh, they have a pretty good chance to win now. That's strictly a matter of a rebuilding team beginning to coalesce, beginning to mature a little bit. And that, that's why you've been seeing better baseball here really over the last uh, 60 days. And uh, if any team is going to mess that up, it'll be the Twins. They've had 60 years of headaches with the Twins and could just about see that coming this weekend. And sure enough, they're within a, what, uh, a, a lick or so here of losing four straight to them. But overall, this team is better. And uh, that's, that's all part of the timeline here, the arc turning north on a rebuild. Yeah, good stuff. All right, Lynn, uh, thank you for the insight. I always appreciate talking with you and have you on. Thank you. Enjoy the conversation.
clarification, guys. Thanks. All right, there he is, Lynn Henning over at the Detroit News. Always appreciate that. All right, coming up on Sports Art, we got a lot more to do. Uh, we're going to talk some NBA Finals tonight, Game 3, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Stay with us. Chris Renwick, Nick Roddy, live from Jordan Hills Golf at Fox Hills here this Sunday evening. Sports Wrap continues on WJR next. All right, welcome back. Game 3, NBA Finals tonight. And um, look, it's been the Chris Paul show. Uh, first NBA Finals in 16 years in this league. And... I, I mean, he's borderline unstoppable right now. What has been? What, what's what's changed with Chris Paul? What, what, what's with what's what's with Chris Paul here in the NBA Finals? I don't know. I mean, right now it's the the whole talk is kind of where he stacks up point guard wise if he gets an NBA championship, and people are ranking Magic, Isaiah, Steph Curry, and Chris Paul, and. People are now saying with the title, Chris Paul might jump who? Isaiah Thomas. I know, I know, I know I don't want to say that in Detroit, and that's not my opinion, but what else Look, does I, he need I, to do to, I, to get into the top again, three of point guards all time? This is the problem when you start doing this. It's like when you start stacking up guys against other guys from different eras. It's not I mean I mean it's a the, different the, deal. The '90s isn't a totally different era than this bat than than 2021 well, NBA Chris basketball. Paul, okay, but Chris Paul, no, and you're Steph right. Curry are okay. different style point guards. Chris Paul and Isaiah Thomas aren't that dissimilar, other than a couple inches. No, that's true. That's true. But I just think, I mean, again, Chris Paul is a great player. I, I don't know that. I, to me personally, I just don't put him up in some. I don't put him in some upper echelon. Really? I don't. Look, again, for me, it's it's about it's about uh sustained excellence. It's about being being really good and and leading your team to something. Isn't that what he's stand. doing right now? This is the first time he's done it in 16 years. Okay, but look what some of the teams he's been on and and he's dealt with some some bad injuries. I, I get it. I get it. He's 35 years old and and probably playing better than he's ever played. But can we also talk about what Phoenix has done with 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 that organization over the span of the last 5 years, 3 years? I mean, doesn't that if you're a Pistons fan, doesn't it give us some hope? They, they were terrible. They were a terrible basketball team. Yeah. They were a terrible basketball organization. Well, I mean, you, I you, mean, you bring somebody they in had like a, Devin a few Booker. down years, but I mean, but even before they had Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire, they had a great run. With those guys, Sean Marion. Okay, but that, that was, was great. That how was long great ago team. was that? Probably about ten years ago. At least. Yeah. So I mean, I again I just think when you start looking at at, they, at building a team, building an organization, bringing in somebody like Chris Paul, that's a big deal. Yeah. It it, it gives you hope if you're a Pistons. They fan. did that's kind of uh zag when everyone else is is zigging with like creating their team. Uh they had the first pick in the 2018 NBA draft and took DeAndre Aiden. Uh, second was Marvin Bagley who went to Sacramento, uh, Sacramento Kings. Luka Doncic went third to the Atlanta Hawks, was traded in what eventually became Trey Young. Yep. Trey Young went fifth, was traded to the Atlanta Hawks. So they took a center when basketball is becoming five wings where you can yes. switch everything. Uh, 
take a lot of threes. But Aiton's a he's a he's an athletic guy. Yeah, he's but, a super athletic center. Yeah, I mean he's it, it doesn't really no one is no you're right not many teams you're are right. taking pure centers. pure centers. It's true. At it's number true. one, when Luka Doncic and Trey Young might be all pros or will be all pros. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, you got Giannis trying to lead this Bucks team back from their 2-0 hole. I mean, he's playing a lot of minutes. Obviously, he's banged up. Um, you know, he's what? Uh, is he a year removed from from his MVP year? Yep. I mean, look, I get it. He's banged up. He's not playing quite at the level he has been. But, I mean, he's generally one of the better players on the floor no matter who he's playing any night. And so I, I just expect this Milwaukee team to come in with a little bit of fire tonight at home. And and I expect them to bring this thing back to a 2-1 uh, series lineup. But I, I mean, again, I think with the way Milwaukee has built and the way that some of these guys have been playing, it, it's not like, you know, game one for as outrageous of a lead as Phoenix had, Milwaukee made that a game down the stretch. Yeah, that, absolutely. I mean, there were there was a moment where, I mean, they could really never get it past, you know, five. They could never re- really draw it in any closer. But that was a that was a competitive game till the end. Last game got away from a little bit. They won by 10, but still, I mean, this is this again. I just think Milwaukee, it's not like Milwaukee's getting blown out of the water. I mean, I, it's just incredible the minutes these guys are logging in these games. No, you're yeah. Devin Booker played 44 or 48 minutes <laughs> in game two. Chris Paul at, at 36 years old, 35 years old, yeah, played 41 minutes in game two of an NBA finals. Uh, Chris Middleton on Milwaukee side played 41, Giannis mm-hmm. played 40. I mean, what else are you going to do? I mean, right, exactly. There's, there's nothing after this series, but it's still incredible. The, the athleticism, the endurance, the I mean, everything with these players. Uh, it's just incredible. And once you, you pointed out a couple weeks ago, which was a great point, but you start talking about who was going to be in this finals. I, it, I just love a Milwaukee-Phoenix final. I know the NBA probably the NBA, hates it. Yes, the NBA does not like but it. But at the same time, from a fan perspective, it's fun. It's refreshing. It's new. There, there are new guys in the mix here, and it just feels good. So I, I, I'm in. I'm in. I'm really excited for this game tonight. I think, again, I think if you're if you've been a casual NBA fan, or if you've somebody who's been dialed in, obviously you know what these two teams are about. But I just think I think this is I think the series is is going to go some distance here. And I just I don't know. I, I like Milwaukee tonight. So we'll keep an eye on that as well. By the way, I don't know. What, what do we got to go here? A couple minutes, a minute? All right. Um, did you see what happened to Team USA? Did you see this? Quite the loss. So Team USA, in their really one and only primer event, primer game before Exhibition the, game. the NBA, the the, uh, the Olympics get underway in a, in a week and a half or whatever it is, um, they lost to Team Nigeria. What was it, ninety to eighty-seven? Yes, ninety to eighty-seven. A team that just four years ago, again, it's these teams are different, but they beat Team Nigeria by I don't know, damn near eighty-five points. That was nine years ago, eighty-three points. Five years ago, they beat them by forty-three. Okay, points. all right. So nine years ago was the big number. Either way, I mean that that's a that's a that's a game that these I mean just don't lose. Nigeria went twenty of forty-two from behind <laughs> the three-point line. Well, it'd be tough to beat you know a team that 
shooting 50% from the three-point line. You're going to place a little bet on Nigeria to win the at Olympic the, gold at then? The, at, yeah. Log on to FanDuel. <laughs> check it out. Wow. I mean, look, I, do I anticipate anything less than a gold? Probably not. But this, 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 is, not, this is no dream team here that no. we've got sending to Tokyo. So we'll keep an eye on it for you as well. All right. Uh, coming up on the other side, since we're at Jordan Young Golf at Fox Hills, I just, you know, I thought it would be, I thought it would be a good idea. Look, I'm no great golfer. You can attest to that. Jeff Marcero can attest to I that. I would attest to that. Uh, and we will, uh, we're going to get a little lesson here. We're going to get a little chipping lesson from our guy, Jordan Young. Uh, he's going to tell me probably what a great golfer I am. That's what I anticipate. That's what we'll you're see. paying for, right? That's what I'm paying. That's right. All right. Uh, more sports wrap coming your way next here on WJR. All right. So out here at Jordan Young Golf at Fox Hills, I, I, I just okay? I felt like it was important that we highlight my golfing prowess. Your power fade. My power. Oh, see, I don't have my my drivers in the car. I don't have the. I have it with me, but I don't hit a. I don't hit a fade, or I don't hit a, a slice. It's a. It's a. <laughs> By my grip? That's it? That's it. That's all you do out here at Jordan Young Golf is look at grip? My right hand? It's dislocated. It's dislocated? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Come on. All right. All right. Yeah. Get it turned under a little bit more. Turned under? A little bit. Like yeah. that? Yeah, a little. All right. So yeah. my right hand that it goes on the towards the, the bottom end of the grip we'll put it this way. is way over. If it's... your right forearm is dominating that much, all you're going to do is rotate your body to try to hit it or pitch it or, or wedge it straight. You're not going to do it. You're just going to take big old hunk divots and wedge it out That's there what I do. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's what I do. That's why I'm telling you. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair so, enough. So let's get the grip a little bit more underneath, all right, so not you... so much on top. All right. So here's the deal is I just figured it would be fun for probably you and the audience to hear okay. what a terrible golfer I am. Not, it just feels and, like, and, hey, and they can get some tips from a pro and, yeah, hey, for free. And, well, see, look, and here's the deal is I think it's important that if you're a, if you're a golfer, if you're somebody like me who's not very good, to go out and seek professional help. We appreciate whenever that. possible. Absolutely. All right. So what I'm going to do, I need you to do a little play-by-play for me oh, here. Boy. All right. Because right. my it's the headset my isn't going to read. Yeah, it's your debut on WJR. <laughs> do we have to talk like we're at the golf course? Yes. Yes, please. And and just some light golf claps whenever possible. Mike Mike can chirp in if he wants. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Be ready for this. I need okay. you here too. All right. I'm going to take. I this think off. Chris is just trying to scam a free lesson. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll see. Here. We'll now, see how he does. He's we'll now see. taking the headset off. And, uh, He's got a 52-degree We'll see how his listening skills are. The ball is right in between his feet. Not a great ball placement. And a nice 52-degree wedge. Just just so everybody knows, he just missed the table that the show is on (laughs) by about an inch on his backswing, which means he's probably taking it a little bit too inside and flat. Let's get that grip a little stronger. Let's flare your front foot a lot more and get your feet closer together. Move your left foot open. What kind of he, shot is he trying move to, to the make, right? Jordan. It could be like a 30, 50, 60, or 80-yard shot. It's all going to be the same. Front foot, more flare. Good. All right. That choke down a little bit. Perfect. Go for it. Oh. That would be that a shank of pot. Is that off the toe? Come on. All right. You, look out. Look out. Back up your left foot. Yeah. Good, 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 good. 
Oh, there's another, two. Another shit. There's two. Yep. Okay. So he doesn't like, scoot to the right. Jordan, is it supposed to, to go that diagonally when he hits yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Choke down more. Good. There. Yeah. Close. A little bit. Closer. But do you take a lot of divots? Do I take a well, I'm seriously asking you. My prediction would be that you would have a, a lot of divots because you play the ball back, your right hand is super weak, and you're going to turn your body and rotate. Your angle of attack is going to be way too And it's deep. not just divots. Oh, I'm I'm just digging holes out there. Jordan. So so Jordan, <laughs> like I, like they're bigger than those ones out there. What are, those aren't even divots <laughs> compared to what I'm throwing out there. <laughs> those are New York strips. You talking yes! about porterhouse? Porterhouses. Oh boy. <laughs> the Tomahawks. Yes, <laughs> I'm just taking pellets. So I could keep you warm in the winter with, so with this the divots is, I'm taking. This is what kind of happens when we help some people. First of all. You tell them to do something. They kind of try to do it. I'm being serious here. <laughs> they kind of try to do it. They're not sure. It feels weird. They don't, they're not all buying in. And you have to kind of coax them a little bit and then, and then explain why that's happening. So I'm not going to bore you with all those details. Sure. But that's where the next stage comes in. That's where the start, you know, things start to really change dramatically. So when people. people start trying to up their golf game, whatever that means to them mm -hmm. um you know people say oh i want to go get new clubs or i want to go get a new driver i want to go get new balls whatever it is is it is it the clubs is it the equipment or is it the user well that's a good question i mean uh friend of the show todd was in here just earlier and uh he had probably 20 year old clubs or more and i said hey wow it looks like you should uh, treat yourself to some new equipment he says yeah. well i want to get my swing better before uh, I changed my clubs. I, sure. agree. I understand that. The clubs are, are okay clubs. They're not too bad. But uh, we had a nice swing, good action. We changed a few things. And he was saying they had an old Orlemar driver. And I know the old Orlemars from 20, 25 years ago, the, the face on them is really uh, shallow. Yeah. So my guess was he's playing the ball back in his stance, more in the middle, and he's hitting rockets. Well, now... The ball, the, the the new driver heads are much deeper. Yeah. And if he's playing the ball in the same spot as he's normally playing, he's probably hitting right, hard left, though he couldn't figure out. Well, sure enough, he set up, and he was setting up right in the middle. I said, look, you got to play this thing way more forward. Yeah. Your hands have to be a little bit more behind the ball. Because really, that Orlemar was like a three-wood. Sure. Back, back sure. in the day. So just by video, by showing some people and explaining a few things and walking them through it, the buy-ins there, then you, we saw some results and he started drilling it. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so you still have a chance just by what, what you've saying. seen, <laughs> by what you've seen, uh, is this fixable? Yeah. Your body, your body over rotates on the backswing and your, and your right hand weak grip is, is really hurt. I told him that yesterday. Yeah. Literally verbatim. Literally verbatim. You could have paid him. <laughs> literally verbatim. I don't trust Nick Roddy. See, that's the difference. Wow. Well, hey. All right, so the good news There's is is anybody, no matter what level of golf you are, mm -hmm. somebody who's relatively on the bottom rung of the barrel, mm -hmm. raise your hand. Uh, you can find, you can get professional, seek professional help. Seek professional help, and as we always say, look for your local golf professional. So, <laughs> right. so if you're new to golf, yeah. would you advise seeing a professional? I think it or would. Kind of go. I think the, it would ease the pain of years of frustration. You know, whether you're a beginner, intermediate, or even advanced, but as a beginner golfer, I think you can get out there right away and learn a lot, especially if you have some athletic background. I think it would knock five, maybe eight years off your development for sure. Wow. Yeah.
I'm not saying you're going to the PGA Tour or getting a D1 scholarship. But, but yeah, it's better to learn, I, learn from a pro than to kind of go out and play 18 and kind of just yeah, I mean, do you see want, how you do. Do you want to listen how to golf from your dentist or your two buddies that live across the street that you go and play for money with? No. I mean, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Just like I have no idea when it comes to a mortgage or fixing the roof or doing stuff on radio. I got no clue, right? But right. But go listen to professionals that, that know what they're talking about, like a the, Mike Fay, like a Brian Cairns, like a Jeff Goldbull, these guys. Right? Does it? Well, here, this is now making me feel better. I've only been playing for five years. Does that help? Yeah, that's good. Okay, hey, yeah. here I we go. Off the ground. Here we go, right. credit. There we go. All right. That makes me feel a little yeah, better. There's a Thank you. Mike. Thank you. I appreciate right. that. All right, Appreciate so come guys. come see anybody. Jordan Young, BC, they'll help you out. Mike, Mike Faye, everybody yeah. will help you yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, we're, very here, good. we're here to hug you. Is that really what yeah. happens? Yeah, we're yeah. Well, I always say I'm not a hugger, but yeah, I'll help you out. All right, fair <laughs> enough. All right, there he is, Jordan. Uh, we got spin on golf coming your way at seven o'clock, uh, and we got more to come here on the show. So don't go anywhere. Chris Renwick, Nick Roddy, Sports Wrap continues next here on WJR. Here's what I've learned. <laughs> In the last couple of minutes, you need more than <laughs> I need. I need a lot of professional help. Is what I've just learned. Yeah, you just had two award-winning PGA professionals try and help you with your chipping. Not look, how uncomfortable was that? Well, okay, so all right, so here here's the deal. So apparently, the my swing is just all jacked up. So Jordan put one of these little. Uh, golf bags here with that hold the the practice balls here so it's the, like a, a mini golf it's bag. a mini golf bag yeah but they they use it to hold the practice balls here at the the jordan young golf center at fox hills so i'm standing over the ball they are they are yelling at me because of my feet yelling at me because of my grip rightly, Mike rightly so well apparently and they're telling me that when i bring the club back it's, it's got to come up more and i'm taking it way yeah way low so he put this golf bag here and they said, just don't hit the golf. Just don't hit it. That's all. Just don't hit it. You're not trying to hit it. You're it's, trying to hit the ball. It's incredibly uncomfortable. So what that just tells me that I have no idea what I'm doing. And they do. And they, well, for, for sure they do. Um, Spin on golf coming your way at 7 o'clock if you'd like all of the analysis uh, on how to get be a better golfer and learn about the game of golf. Uh, and a big week, week of golf coming up. And a not big only week the of golf open, coming up. But the... Uh, Dow Great Lakes Bay Invitational, which I, if you look at who's playing in that, I mean, that's a big time tournament. You've got almost every top golfer on the LPGA tour. It's fantastic. So I know they're going to get into that. Uh, Sean Belegian joins us from spin on golf uh, coming your way at seven o'clock. Hey, Shawnee. They're nice guys. You see this? Like, look at Mike Faye. He's always got a smile on his face. Like Mike Faye has that look that says, I'm here to help you. Like, like, like no, look at that. See, he, look at that no, look on his face. I gotta be honest. Here's the here's the thing. Is you know, when you're a an athlete on a team or whatever, you take to coaching differently. Sure. Right? Like some guys will they prefer some athletes want to be yelled at. Some athletes want to be just told nicely because that's how they take they take the information better. Mike Faye. God bless him. Sweet man. He's just showing me what I need to do. Jordan is yelling at me. Step, move your feet. Stand up. Choke down the club. Don't hit this bag. And I'm like, I don't know See? what. You can't do that with the coach with an earshot. I mean, good God. But you know what? It helps. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. No, isn't it? Isn't it funny? You know, um, 
you, you think of great coaches. I, like the one that comes to mind is, is Scotty Bowman. Yeah. And Scotty knew like there were things he could get away with, with certain guys. Yeah. And there were things that he wasn't going to get away with that with, with, with yeah. certain guys and everything. So no, you know what? I mean, th- those guys, obviously they do what they do for a reason. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that, I mean, I would highly recommend calling either one of them. I'm, I'm biased because yeah, you know, they're friends of mine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing and, you know, that's the way that it goes. Well, and again, if you want good golf analysis, you want good golf tips, these are the guys you go to. That, that's just the end of the end of, this, end of story. Um, how you doing, by the way? Are you okay? Oh, you know what? Are you all right? I gotta, Jordan's over there laughing I got to check on you. Are you okay? You know, you, know, you know what he did? He looked at it, looked at him, he, 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 and then yeah, walked away. I know. No, I'm, no. All jokes aside. Yeah, uh, yeah you, you're a, a big, you're what, a big Montreal Canadiens fan. What a miraculous fan. run. Yeah. How could you be? No, I hear you. Honest to goodness. How good. You know, now guess what? After the after that night where you drank yourself excessively. That 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 once you <laughs> that once, once you step aside that, that passes over now. I mean, that, sure. now now guess what? Next year You're right. there's going to be a level of expectation. You're right. This was a silly so, crazy run, but the problem is well, the, and I've lived You it. see what it is now. You well, see it, what the players that they have. Here, but you you assume that you're going to be back. Yeah. And you never know when you're going to be back. I mean, it's 28 years. Right. So it wasn't a fluke. Absolutely not. Anybody who called it a fluke doesn't know. So what? what the so what happened with the, with the Canadians? Uh, a couple of things. Number one, um, they got healthy. Uh, and look, look at the last month of the year when you were playing without some of the key components that you were playing without, in particular, Carey Price. Um, that that is is going to count for something. Number two, you know what they did. Uh, they threw caution to the wind, and I know a lot of people around here have been clamoring for the Red Wings to do that, and they said, let's give these kids a, sh- a shot. And Jordan can tell you this, the first game of the playoffs, who was arguably their most exciting player? Cole Caulfield. Mm-hmm. He was scratched. 20-year-old was scratched the first game of the playoffs against the Leafs. So people like me are pulling hair out of their head going, what are you doing? What what, what on earth are you doing? Um, they, they took the training wheels off and, and the kids all played together. Um, I'll tell you, Jeff Petrie is just a, a darn good player. I mean, yeah. with a capital G, um, yeah, everything. And that story came, with the, with the broken finger and the broken blood vessels in the eyes, it's insane. He passed out for goodness. These, sake, you, the, you don't hear about those stories in a lot of other leagues. So it was, it was, you know what, Nick, I, I, I guess I would, for people that use the F word, the dreaded F word of fluke, for people that say that, I guess if you want to say beating the Leafs was a fluke, okay. Maybe if you want to see be, say beating the Jets was a fluke. But when you knock off the team that had the most points in the National Hockey League, tied with Colorado, and anybody that watched that series, you were the better team. Make no mistake about that. And, I'm, of course, I'm talking about Vegas. Well, how on earth can can you call that a fluke? Now, now the big question is, can you can you replicate that? Can you build on it? It's tough. You never know. So many things have to go right. And one of the things that didn't go right for them is, is they weren't exactly a healthy team either. I mean, whether it be the guys that were actually playing or a couple guys that were out, but how do you get mad at that? It just, I think what it does as well is it, it shows Red Wing fans, just be patient. Look what Steve Eiserman built. And I'm yeah. not taking anything away from their, and their remember, general remember, three years ago, three years ago, Tampa Bay got bounced in the first round. Yeah, isn't it crazy? And they were the favorites then. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy I mean, it, when you think about it. You know, that, that it's a juggernaut. Yeah, so um, you know what? He's doing it the right way here. There's, it's going to be a couple more years mm-hmm. of, of 
you yeah, know, lean years. Yeah, there is. There's going to be a couple more years, but uh, if you don't trust Steve Eiserman, you're not paying attention. No doubt. Agreed. Um, and I want, I know that you and Nick have a contentious relationship. I, I, I do know. Not that. anymore. Uh, not since, oh, no. Not since December 24th, 2017, everything changed. Oh, good. Less mean in 18. Less mean in 18. Okay. Got it. That was for you, right? I well, for both of, of us. It was my fault. It was I, your uh, fault. Yeah, I, I totally we don't, we Did don't you want, guys We don't want to rehash We're this. not going to rehash all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I want to, my, my point is, I wanted to talk Euro Cup the whole hour. Let's go. I mean. I love it. First of all, I'm, I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. Nick is Italian. I'm Italian. And I'm thinking, great. I'm going to get up to Fox Hills. I'm going to, we're going to watch this thing. Nick and I are going to, we're going to become closer friends because of this. I thought about painting my face before I came here. I mean, I had a lot of things planned. I get here and Nick's like, I'm rooting for England because I used to live there. That's kind of a big deal. Don't you think? Uh, over over your bloodline? Over over where you come from? A little bit. I mean, uh, I mean come on. Yeah, I don't even think you should be allowed to eat pasta. Have you, have you out, been to frankly. Italy? No. Okay, so <laughs> you got to support the Azuri. Um, I don't, I don't know how much you're into the, the soccer stuff. It. Watch the but it was fantastic. Like it was outstanding. Yeah. You know, I mean, the way it ended, I mean, just utter heartbreak. England goes England. I mean, that that's what England does. I mean, there's yeah. such a, I mean, really, stereotypes like that exist for a reason. And and they just showed it today. Yeah. They had that one. Yeah. I mean, they had that. I was, I like, I had, like, completely just said, oh, well, I, yeah, okay, cute. Wow. We're, we're, we're never going to hear the end. Of of England, England oh. back, all of that uh, at Wembley to to lose to lose like that at Wembley, you know it, your heart breaks for those three kids that went up there and, and took the PKs. I mean, yeah. your heart just breaks. But I love it. You know, I've accepted a long time ago. Um, it's just never going to be big here. It just no. isn't. No, it's never going to be no. big here. It never will. And I think the younger generation hears that and and they go, "Shut up, old man," and all that. No, and I'm like, no, no, no. "Nah, you know what?" The younger generation has been saying that for years. I was that guy <laughs> yeah, saying right. it forty years ago. Exactly. Like, oh, this is taking I over. Know. Look at Trevor Francis coming to the Detroit Express and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, trust me, I was that guy forty years ago. And um, you know, but I, I enjoy it. I, if I, you can, because I look at it as if, if you can embrace it as as what it is, especially when you get to these national teams that play together. It's incredible. Oh, it's, it's it's a whole day. and then and it's something that we didn't really get into today, unfortunately. But just one small thing: I was watching it, and I was in a group text with some friends, and I don't know if you guys got the same impression because you were working. But boy, the diving over in Europe. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it, it's... It, it it looks a lot like the Copa now. It really does. Oh, for sure. It looks a lot like the Copa. That's where it's been going for a long it's time. It's incredible. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I think I, I think it's disgraceful. I, I you know, and I know the soccer purists get mad when they it's disgraceful. Well, then you wonder why people make fun of the dumb games when there are Correct. near deaths every five minutes. Right. I love when you get tackled on your left foot, but then you grab your right. Yes. I love it. It's my it's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's 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 just tried and true. How about Jack going into convulsions today because he got yeah. cleated in the right thigh? <laughs> I mean, he's he's on the ground going into convulsions. I'm going, get up. I know, you know, but I know it was fun. If you can accept that as part of the game, it, it's okay. Yeah, I but we didn't get into it today where we, we I mean we didn't talk about the Olympics at all. And and this is one of those examples where you start looking at what when you wear your country's colors and you get the people from your country there to support you, it's a big element of the Olympics that we're going to miss. Yeah, no doubt. It, it is. I, I think that's, 
I grew up in an era where the Olympics were huge, and it just it isn't anymore. Yeah. It just isn't. So well, and we're gonna you're gonna get a little luster taken away. Yeah, I mean, COVID, the whole thing, it being postponed, it's just not gonna be quite the same. Can as I go it get is. a massage now? Will you please? All right, you, you. You're, you look a little tense. Oh, we got to get you ready here for seven o'clock. Oh. All right, spin on golf coming your way, seven o'clock here on WJR. That's gonna do it for us tonight here on Sports Rep. We'll be back with you. What next Saturday, six o'clock? the standard time. Have yourself a wonderful week and we will be back with you then. Have a good one.